welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode will explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Hello, and welcome to Authentically You. Thank you so much for being here. I know today's episode is going to be brilliant and full of gold nuggets, and I can't wait to dive in. So let me introduce you to our today's guest. Our guest believes that authenticity has to do with coming back to your natural state of being, peeling the layers, letting go of the programming experiences and limiting beliefs. And this is what she has been doing for herself for the past 10 years. She always shows up for herself. What you see is what you get. The more that she is herself, the more she attracts love and everything she desires. So please welcome to the show, beautiful Matrix. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much. I love your introduction, by the way. thank you you so much for being here I know this is going to be brilliant I can already feel it in my bones and the energy that this is going to be a brilliant episode so thank you so much for being here so let's start with tell us a bit about how you began your authenticity your self-discovery sort of journey where did it start tell us tell us tell us everything oh (laughs) oh that's a really good question because you know there's there's many things that are coming up the, the first thing that came up is like, I feel like there's like two layers, right? Like I've never been someone to, I'm going to say, pretend or show up as something that I'm not, mm-hmm. right? At a conscious level, right? Like I never went like, oh, I'm going to pretend that I'm this. No, I've never done that. Yeah. However, right? However, and you know, it keeps coming this memory (laughs) at a subconscious, unconscious level, I was definitely hiding, Mm. right? I was definitely on one side hiding, on the other side, I'm gonna say, um, showing up as something that I'm not. Yeah. And I really wanna dig into that because I feel like that's where my journey is. Like, so. Where was I hiding? Like, like I remember being 12, 13 years old and 
hanging out with my girlfriends. And I remember telling them, my parents don't have a clue of who I am. Mm-hmm. When I'm with them, I put myself yeah. like, you know, raised Catholic, <laughs> like, oh, like a saint, like I'm, I can, you know, kill a fly. And then, you know, when they weren't looking, they, when they were around, I was just like, oh, let's go, dynamite. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. really vivacious, really like, you know, kind of an adventure. And like, I'm going to say, kind of not obeying the rules. I'm going to say mm-hmm. not obeying the rules, but they never knew, right? And they didn't know how sassy I was or how even calm I was, all the things, right? So that's, I'm going to say, and that really, I'm going to say, let led me in my life and when I say that it's more like I feel like we all go through this in all of our lives or most of our lives you know those that are doing the work like you know we are we are have been taught right we've been programmed to be dishonest right Mm -hmm. to not show what we feel to not show what we're going through to not show really who we are right and so, and we don't know. And this is where I come up with a second layer, which is like when I started to do my work, there's a couple, two more layers that showed up, right? On one side, by the time I went, again, about 10 years ago that I stepped into this work, into facilitating transformation, I started it because of, I wanted more abundance in my business. I had back then two businesses that I had started, they were doing good and I wanted more. Yeah. And what I didn't know, I kind of knew what I didn't know about myself is that I had this self-image of the bitch, mm-hmm. of the mean person, of like, you know, again, bully, bitch, like I'm going to go and press. And, and, and it, now even saying that this is the first time I've done so much work on that. I'm feeling the layers and whatnot. I'm feeling that and getting to that wound. But now that I look up, look back, it's just, I was following that couple of scripts. On one side, the script of, um, as a leader, as a boss, um, as a manager, you need to be tough on your people, right? Otherwise yeah. you don't get the results, right? So that was really, I'm gonna say, what I call the tip of the iceberg of back then, what it was my, my identity, my personality, right? Really the other thing was like, when I was six years old, I went through something really traumatic with my brother. He punched me really like, I, I, I thought I wasn't going to make it in my stomach. I was like, I thought like, this is it. Yeah. But that was the beginning. Like mm-hmm. from then on until about I was 21, it was this constant, like in the name of play, right? Like it was constant. He was just punching me and punching me. And I just, uh-huh. But my parents never did anything again as a little girl six years old and I'm petite you know and so like going through all of my life or most of my life as a young you know child just in my nervous system thinking like I'm like literally fight or die yeah right and so because I was all the time in this like fight mode regardless of my brother it was just like constant fight mode mm-hmm my family could sense that in me and they would feel like I was aggressive. I was too aggressive. They never said it out loud, yeah. but it was just this constant, you know, this girl, this girl is like defense mode all the time, right? They never, of course, you know, you don't think about back then and talk about what, 
34 years ago, right? They didn't think of that, oh, what's going on with her? They just like, she's just showing up like this, right? Yeah. Because of her, re the, because of my reaction or their reaction, sorry, to how I was showing up, mm -hmm. they would get jumpy. So I created subconsciously this belief that I was mean. Yeah. I must be mean. And so, as you know, when you have this in your subconscious, right, this is then you start to believe that about yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And so that's where I talk about like the authentic. I kind of knew, but I didn't know that was my self-image and how I'm going to say I wasn't bad, but I was a bitch, right? At times I was like, okay, if you want me to be the bitch, I'm going to be the bitch, right? Yeah. And so that's why I was, how I was showing up. And so when I started my inner journey, you know, my spiritual, uh, what I call my conscious awakening about 10 years ago, I started to face this, right, identity. And then it was really rough. I'm going to say it was really, really rough because, again, like I believed it. I truly okay. believed it, right? And I was connecting with archangels back then and my guardian angels and my spirit guides. I remember the archangels um michael was my main guy and he was like guiding me to open up my gifts to help others right to help myself to heal and then i remember this one time that he kept saying uh, i was going for a walk with my dogs and he kept saying you're just like us you're just like us yeah. and it was like a broken record for like yeah. two three days and i was like you know and of course me believing in me and mm -hmm. him saying that I'm like an archangel. I'm like, this is just not, this is a big paradigm shift. Like I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't. And it, I remember it now, even in my bones, it's like, it was, I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Until the third day, I'm like, fine, fine. You want me to say it? Okay. Just <laughs> now leave me alone. Right. <laughs> and I had to, like, again, it was a, a, quite the journey for me to peel those layers of who mm -hmm. I thought I was discovering like, and as I peel these layers and the woundings and the traumas and the experiences that I had piled up in my consciousness, right? I encounter myself about, I'm going to say five years into it, finally recognizing, oh, wow, I'm actually not at all that, right? I went from like, okay, I'm not bad. I'm not mean, but like, I still could feel it, right? Yeah. And peeling the layers, then all of a sudden one day it was just like pure love. And I recognized that was me. And I was like, whoa, this is who I am, right? Uh -huh. um, so yeah, it was a journey. And that's why to me, I go back to your introduction. Not, the more you let go everything that you have gone through, experiences, traumas, uh, and beliefs about yourself based on what I just mentioned, is like uh, the more you truly show up as your most authentic self, your most authentic version, uh -huh. expression. Yeah, that is an incredible journey that you're on. And I'm sure you're still on it because we're all still on journeys, aren't we? That's never ending. It's, it's a, oh, and the fact that you said how rough it was, it is so rough. And sometimes when you're really peeling those layers back, it can get really rough. And some people can run away and go, okay, well, wait, not too much. But as soon as you get through it, it is magic, isn't it? It's like a feeling yeah. of, pure love like you said yeah yeah and 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 I feel like you know again I feel like we all have these phases right like we have the phase of 
the old identity, let's say the bad identity, that the trauma identity, right? Yes, trauma. And so once we collapse that, then we step into this like, okay, I am that. And there is a new level of embodiment of like, okay, really, again, it's while it is your natural state, it's still your body and your consciousness is not used to. You're not Mm -hmm. used to being that, right? And so I go into like that second phase of like, okay, I am that. And what does it mean? And how does that help me create life, right? I am love. And like right now to me, I feel like I'm in the third phase, which is like really now embodying and recognizing, okay, love is creation. And so I'm here to really uh, create my most magnificent life and mm-hmm. then the, the greatest impact that I wish to be, right? And so, but in that second phase, it was like, okay, I am that. And, and then, you know, this is where we go, the up and down. Okay, I am, and then I forget. I am, and then I forget, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, and so to me, it's like, it's quite a journey. And this is, at a core, this is what I support people, uh, my clients, the people that are called to me, right? Yeah. It's like peeling the layers. Because again, if I were to ask, like, do you know who you are? And a lot of people say, yes, I do. I'm like, do you? Yeah, do you? Do you? Do you? Because yeah. if you truly would know, if you truly, truly would know with all yourself, cells, all of you, you would be experiencing absolute bliss and everything that you desire right now. Yeah. You, your dream life would be like this, the world would be heaven. Yeah. You just gave me shivers down my spine. I was like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's a journey, right? Absolutely. And I just had an, an image of like, imagine if every single person in the world, I mean, we'd be out of jobs, but if everyone in this world <laughs> was pure well, love. There's also really a, something more. <laughs> yeah, yes, true. And um, we're just living the truest, beautifulest, blissfulest life. How amazing would this this planet be with this you know everyone be yeah i can just feel it now i'm like it would it would oh not in our lifetime but i hope it happens hey i i'm a believer that is gonna it's gonna be within my time oh i am a believer that um we're gonna collapse i mean there's a lot still to be faced in the next few years it's gonna get very intense very intense i mean it already has started i mean it started with covid right before covid people forget we were having bombs we were having all kinds of natural disasters it's been quite a decade right and but it's only gonna it's only getting more intense and but we are leading into a big collapse because ultimately i am a believer that we have come here for a new world uh and we, uh, meaning people around our age, you know, yeah. we are here, the newer generations for a new world. And so, and, and you're seeing it all across again, so much in the disasters and in the wars yeah. that we're experiencing right now, right? As a planet, as much as like the systems, the financial systems, and even the way, you know, you can see is like how newer generations, the term job and how the industry of, uh, I'm going to say mm-hmm. of work, it's been revolutionized, right? How mm-hmm. like so many now is like, don't want to work traditionally, you know, we we'll have creators now. We're don't, not even calling a job anymore. We're like, yeah. we have creators, right? And we have guides and it's just, it, it is happening. It's just, mm-hmm. it's going to take a minute and it's going to get more intense. Uh, 
this is why, you know, our, I'm going to say our support as your coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a guide, you know, and many on this space are, we're going to be more needed than ever, right? Yeah. But because, you know, there's quite the journey and we will see it. We will see it through. And to me, again, it's like, um, I am here for that new world where, like you said, it's like, imagine everyone totally knowing and owning uh, who we truly are. Yes, that's the world that I came here to build, to be in. And, and right there to me, it's magic. We go from from healing and clearing and, and coaching, right, uh, to just play and magic and creation and how yeah. much better can it be? And now how do we get to experience our gifts? And now, okay, now that there is no major, I'm going to say hang-ups, we remember who we are. But again, it's like now the embodiment of who we are gets to be played out yeah. in that that is beautiful and I think you're right about um more and more people are uh the new mm, way of working and playing and integrating them together I think COVID had a massive part in that with the older generation um the younger generation is already doing it they're doing it their own way (laughs) um but COVID really hit home where I'm not actually happy with what I'm doing. What could I? What else could I be doing? And asking those questions that start really start your self discovery journey. Can you tell me what you mean by collapse? <laughs> that is one of my favorite questions. Uh, <laughs> I use it a lot in my world. In mm-hmm. my world, in my I. Well, I mean, I use it a lot in my work. And yeah, it is a question I get asked. So collapse. Um, ah, okay, so I'm going to start from, with the physical. And really my world is um, it's more like the energetic, the quantum space. The, mm-hmm. And just a little bit of understanding. When I say my world, I work, well, the way I operate, I'm going to say, is like I create transformation in the five areas of advanced energetics. Call it, I call it advanced energetics, quantum energetics. Is, and the five areas are gonna be mental, emotional, um, physical, energetic, and the quantum. And the quantum to me is like the beyond. Beyond the subconscious is the unconscious, is the multidimensional mm-hmm. realm, is the infinite possibility realm, you know, where different timelines, different lifetimes, I mean, all kinds of like, what people call it woo-woo because they don't know, they don't understand, and they don't have the gift to see a sense and know. Uh, that's my regular world. You know, I can drop in, like, like talking to you, I can sense on what is there. So that's, I came up, came open with that gift, and that's how I live my life. And so when I call, when I say collapse, collapse in the physical world, you know, let's be real, the financial system doesn't serve us anymore. Mm-hmm. right the governments don't serve us anymore mm-hmm. right i mean new zealand where you are is a beautiful country that i know like that how i'm gonna say the leaders of that country led uh the country during covid it was beautiful to see right and at a global level it's a disaster right mm-hmm. it's a disaster governments like they're not serving the people right 
Mm-hmm. Um, so financial education, right? Mm-hmm. Education is another massive one where we go to uh, gener- new generations go to school and they come out after 11, 13 years or whatever, depending on the country that you are without knowing how to deal with life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like education teaches nothing, absolutely nothing for life. We know nothing about love, nothing about our intuition, nothing about emotions, nothing about relationships, nothing about money, work, uh, ethics. I mean, nothing. We yeah. are really learning things that don't serve us for mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we struggle so bad, right? And that's why so many people, more and more women, and COVID was a beautiful start to more families are leaning into um, homeschooling. Mm-hmm. You know, and while there is power of things in that, there is the relationship aspect that it's so important, and that's the age to do it, right? So education is another big one, right? And so I could go on and on and on at a physical. I'm gonna say in the physical world, there are so many things that are not serving us, and so when I say collapse, is there needs to be, there's gonna be a goal, like that is gonna go. Yeah. Um, how it goes, it can be really painful right and there is some timelines where that it can be really painful how it goes or we can i feel like this is part of the work that i bring is like aligning with a, the highest timeline meaning like change in itself is challenging right mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be suffering it doesn't have to be bad like what what is happening right now in you know in the middle east right with palestine and israel like does it have to be that way? No. Like right now, it is so hard, right? I can't even feel into it because my heart starts to break, right? It's so challenging right there. But this is why to me, I feel like our work is more important than ever. Because like the answer is not where we know it, where we, how we have done it in the past. What we have done in the past hasn't brought us to where we want. Mm-hmm. So we need to do things different. And so again, collapse, it's meaning a big change where the old ways are totally gone and the new ways come up and the new ways, ways that really, really serve us mm-hmm. as a collective, as humans, as beings in this planet, right? Yeah. So that's again, in the physical level. Now in, the, in my world, in the energetic quantum level is like um, everything, as you know, is energy, right? Mm-hmm. But there is like, everything has a structures, right? It's not just like energy, the things that you don't see, like for example, the air is pure energy, right? There is atoms right there, but like what? 1% of the molecule is an atom, is matter. And yeah. then the 99% is non-matter, right? And so I'm talking about like, again, the physical things in, like let's say us or the world, everything has like a structure. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everything has a structure, kind of like a blueprint of a house, like or like um, not a blueprint of a house. You know, for a house to exist in its pillars, yeah. in its columns, in its foundation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same way. And so you can take down the wall, but the house is not going to come down right. if you don't take down the pillars. Yeah. Right. And the house is not going to really have a, a kind of start or have a different shape if you don't, don't change the foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, we and everything in the in the world, whether that is plants, 
plants, trees, whether that is governments, anything has the same thing, structures at an energetic level. And so to me, when I talk about collapse, I'm talking about those structures within us that are keeping us in the old, mm -hmm. right? And so for a big identity shift, to me, identity shift is even like a big, I'm gonna say a big book, but it's not even everything in our structure, in our matrix, what I call our matrix. So again, I have the gift and this is what I work with people looking into what is the structure that is having having you like you're like uh, and you, you might you might have seen it um you know in the i call it to me there's a difference between personal development and soul development mm -hmm. okay. so in the soul development like many are in the personal development and they're stop starting stepping into the soul development right awakening to what who we truly are right and then they're in there and they keep yo-yoing back and then like I'm going, doing retreats and I'm going to conferences and whatnot. Yeah. And then two, three days later, you're back, right? Why? Okay. A lot of times it's because of identity, your identity hasn't truly changed, right? People don't really address those things in, in those kind of events. But the, again, even when there's an identity shift, I feel like there is something bigger, right? There's something bigger, okay? And so those are what I call the matrix of us. Like you have a structure that allows you to be you. Mm -hmm. And um and operational right now for a new being for you truly stepping into that dream life and when i say dream life of course i'm talking about all the things that you want right mm -hmm. but most important i'm talking about who you want to be and how you want to feel right more than ever people want peace right mm -hmm. um and so peace joy Peace, right? Like getting out of a struggle. And so those are to me my work. What I when I look about it, it's like I look at the structures that we need to take down. So your try life truly, truly is different. So you truly mm -hmm. are different. And again, if anything, your most authentic self. That was explained so well. Thank you so much for that. I um I believe everything that you've said, and I think that um, Mother Nature, well, you know, everything, all the um, tsunamis and, and floods and, and all those types of things all around the world is Mother Nature's way of clearing out the old, bringing in the new, um, and I think we've got too many people on Earth, and that's pro probably why as well. Um and yeah, taking out the old, bringing in the new. I think we've had the chance to live a world of how we think it should have been, but we're not doing it. So it's now time to move into that proper, new, best, brilliant way. How do you think some people are going to be able to handle that when they aren't working on themselves or aren't even thinking about maybe I need to change like they're so stuck in their ways what are going to happen to those types of people so right now the the world the planet is going through an ascension process right mm -hmm. uh, we are the an ascension process not only in our uh, I mean, spiritually, but if, if anything, that's if you notice, I don't use the word spiritual much. It's like energetic. The world, the planet, literally, the energy 
is changing, is yeah. raising its frequency, right? This is why yeah. there's days that are, are so challenging for our body. What is going on? I'm so tired because the, the Schumann resonance is like so high up, right? Mm -hmm. So within that, and remembering that we are sovereign beings, okay, uh, the first thing is to recognize that as sovereign beings, we have the power to choose. Mm -hmm. The power to choose what ultimately we want for ourselves. Because the world is going to keep rising, right? And so what do I mean by that? Not everyone is going to choose to rise up. Not everyone is going to choose to awaken. There are some people, there are some souls that have come here to be committed to the, I'm going to say, the path of suffering, the path of density. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Because it's like anything, you know, you go to kindergarten, right? And if you don't do the lessons, like, like you don't have to. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are, and and to remember for all of us that ha have come here and we're supporting the realization of the new world, right? It's like to remember that this human consciousness avatar, this human avatar, is a projection of our higher self, right? And so our wise self, and there's so many layers of to that, right? There's so many levels. But let's say our soul ultimately is the one that decides. The soul is the one that awakens us. Mm -hmm. We don't awaken. Like, is the soul is the one that says, when is the time to awaken? So there are some souls because the, earth, the planet, this planet is, is such a playground of all densities. I mean, you literally mm -hmm. have people, again, Middle East, right? That they're so, I'm going I'm to call them two-dimensional. It's just pure, authentic survival. Mm -hmm. right where it's just food material things and that's it there's not even real connection or emotions right yeah. that's a two-dimensional space right and they have come here for that right and so when as the planet keeps raising its frequency there the, it's going to be become harder but it's almost like there's going to be a split in timelines and those are going to stay those that are uh desire those kinds of lessons and that kind of life will stay there it's their prerogative, it's their choice. Now, for the rest of us, those that have come here and desire more, again, the soul is the one that decides, right? And so this is where my work mainly centers into raising the frequency, right? Like us awakening, we're raising our frequency to the truth of who we are, which mm -hmm. is like, the basic, I'm going to say the, the foundation, the minimum level, I'm going to put, put that in quote mark. This is <laughs> yeah. kind of a weird term, but I'm going to say the minimum is love. Okay? Yeah. And so the more we race to that and we keep raising our frequency, that who, what we become, it's going to create that impact at an energetic level to others. So those that are ready, that their soul says, okay, it's time, right? by being in contact with us then they get to awaken mm -hmm. right and there we are where they're gonna be guided because again remember the soul is the one guiding them they're gonna be guided to yeah. those that are ready to help them so 
this is really, really important. I love your question so much because I one of the big things that I did recently, I led a group experience into breaking dilution, not dilution, um, the archetypes, the all archetypes of the savior, <clears throat> the victim, and the perpetrator, which is three, one and the same, right? And so the savior, it's so important because again, we're going to like so many people are suffering. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the I'm gonna say the most powerful and effective tool that we have to support is first and foremost, do you raise your frequency. And as you raise it and peel the layers again, you realize it's about changing timelines, it's about going through guidance. It's like, okay, what am I meant to do here now? Am I meant to even say anything? Sometimes, and I've seen it so much, is like, um, we just don't need to say anything. Sometimes it's just us being in that space and being with people mm -hmm. is creating that. Uh, never gonna forget recently in an event, um, in this event that I mentioned, one of the people joining who has been a client for a little while, he had just a baby. He had just had a baby. And he told us that uh, he loved being with his baby but he couldn't be around the baby. He couldn't carry him. He couldn't be around when he was out of integrity. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's like, this is it. This is exactly what I've been um, aiming to share with you. That because the baby, is the baby shaming you? Is the baby telling you, you're out of integrity, dad? You're doing this or you're doing that? No, right? The baby's just there. This newborn literally had three days old, right? He's just there being his high frequency. But the high frequency was awakening in him the shadows that he needed to clear mm -hmm. up, see? Wow. And so that's, to me, the power of us doing our inner work and raising our frequency. Where you just, wherever you go, people just naturally, oh, wow, oh, wow. They awaken, their shadows come obvious, not because of shaming, but because it's like, you need to recognize something in order mm -hmm. to let it go. Say, okay, this shadow, I'm complete with that. I'm complete with the lesson. Bye. And I come back more and more to my naturalism. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so for someone starting on their journey, it's sort of about being conscious of things. So if something is um, upsetting you or something um, you don't like the way someone said something or any sort of emotion that sort of comes up, be conscious of that and work on, hey, why was I actually, why? Why was I feeling like that? That Do you feel like that's a really good place to start when someone's coming in, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, I love that you actually you make, made it so simple. It's a yes. It starts with that. Don't, because the main thing, why we have, I'm going to say, a low frequency, right? Mm -hmm. Like why the baby, I guess the baby's like, yeah. baby, so cute, right? And why we are like lower frequency because we haven't been taught whatever comes up, feel it. Mm -hmm. First of all, feel it. Because yeah. I mean, imagine babies, we babies, and we're going to use this baby, right? A, ba a baby, what is the baby's first language as a newborn? Energy. Uh, <laughs> subconscious everything is is like it's even it's yeah. not even energy it's like it's literally subconscious yeah the quantum that's the baby's 
is assimilating the baby doesn't even know doesn't understand the planet that he just landed and it's just like it's everything is through the subconscious right and in the through the subconscious he's he she is receiving everything from parents from mm -hmm, culture yeah. right and so that's the first language right and so you don't know what you don't know you're just like wow just receiving information right now remember when you when babies start to grow like they start to feel right they start to feel emotions and that is going to be the second layer mm -hmm. right and then as we grow then it comes the adults no you shouldn't say that or you shouldn't feel that don't cry and even as babies we're being programmed right as soon as a baby cries yeah we're right right away being programmed to not feel to cry to disconnect from those feelings mm -hmm. so the best way to start to uh, start to unravel are uh, i'm gonna say the density because it's, it's imagine it's like okay oh i have a really good metaphor that just came through okay. <laughs> yeah it's like i've never seen this before okay so energy is like cotton candy mm -hmm. you know how it's so light and so fluffy right so as babies were like oh yeah there's so much energy right and then what is the again with the programming like we start to pack it we yeah. start to pack it mm. we start to repress it and then layer after layer after layer after layer and then the cotton candy from air what it yeah. what did it happen to the cotton candy right it became a pack of sugar times 10 million yeah <laughs> right and so when you start to notice what shows up for you right imagine sugar uh, cotton candy right it's like mm -hmm. oh there's a thread just let it move through recognize okay that's there that's there okay just allow yourself feel the emotions don't repress it because repressing it it's just saying again what you've done before yeah. that is not going to get you to where you want to be mm -hmm. oh that's i like that we're well, well done um societal expectations are something that well you've already touched on um where and we've talked about parents as well. So when you when you were saying at the beginning, you were mentioned that we're actually being dishonest with our true selves. I've never heard of it put that way. And it's so mm, straight to the point, and I love it. Because it is, you know, we wear masks and stuff, but we're actually being dishonest with ourselves and not being our true self, which is what we are here to be and what we want to be. But societal expectations, parents, teachers, um, people with authority have put us in, like you said, a little cotton um, candy floss, has pushed it all down. And we need to be opening up and moving towards being our true authentic selves rather than being dishonest with ourselves. So like you said, it is about taking each each little thing that comes up and really feeling it but I just want to make a point that you might have a few things come up at once but don't try and deal with everything at the one time right that's just gonna the, uh, I'm gonna say this okay when there are many things come up remember the many things are stories mm -hmm, yep okay I think the worst that we can do is like and the stories, it's in the mind, okay? Mm -hmm. To a certain extent, because there are stories 
anchor in our bodies, right? The yeah. trauma. This is where we talk about trauma, right? What I would say is like, okay, some people come to my, you know, experiences and they say, I want to clear absolutely everything. And I'm like, no, you don't want to. <laughs> no, you don't. That would be put you on overdrive. Yeah. Because there is so much, again, like cotton candy, cotton candy, it's super, super packed, right? No, you don't want that. You want whatever it is that you desire right now, right? Focus on one thing. And that I feel like is relevant what you just said, right? Like just ask for like one, two, three things. Because again, especially if we're talking about trauma, it can be super, super hard, challenging, yeah. heavy, right? So you want to make it as gentle and as easy as possible. Now, if things are coming up all at once, let go of the stories. Because that's, again, is disconnecting you from mm -hmm. what is happening in you. Instead, like notice, no, if anything, if many stories are, if many things are happening, it's normally not, they're not all disconnected. Yeah. It's just, there's one main thing. So observe, okay, let's say here at work, uh, someone is yelling at me, right? My kids are yelling at me. My husband is yelling at me, right? Clients even are yelling at me and that never happens. Okay, there's a theme right here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's a theme. And, and the theme is not so much what they're doing, but how you are feeling. Yes, yes, yes. That's the important thing. It's not what they're doing because... Let's say if someone were to start to yell right now, I'd be like, okay, they're yelling. Yeah. And to me, it means nothing at this point, right? Yeah. But someone else might be like, oh my God, they hate me. Or someone else might be like, they're respecting me. Someone else might be like, they're going to abandon me. Yeah. If someone else, I mean, them, see? Yes. It's like same actions, depending on your core wound, is going to be different. And that's the thing that you need to look into. Let mm -hmm. go of the stories. Oh, they, this person did this and this, but no, no, no. It's like, yeah. Okay, how you are feeling. And that's how you make it easy for you. And that's what ultimately needs to be addressed. Like in my world, a lot, I see a lot of people like, oh, let's address what happened with this person. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's kind of like, you know, our set of, I'm going to say experiences, traumas, programming is, remember I said the energetic structures, right? Yeah. It's like a tree. Imagine a tree. When you start to look into what someone did to you, it's like trying to deal with the branch, 58 branch, that 10 leaves that are on the extreme, right? <laughs> You're not going to find the solution there. Yeah. Right? You yeah. need to get it like, okay, how am I feeling and where did that start? Yeah. And that's how you start to unpack. Yeah, I like that too. So what you're saying is, if someone says something to you and it and it, you know like yells at you, like you said, yells, yells, yells. If you like, oh okay, well that's obviously their problem. That's the ultimate goal, right? But if you have something that that sort of you feel towards it, it's not about why is why is that person yelling at me. It's why. Has that affected me in this way? Why is this emotion coming up for me? How is it affecting you? Yes. How is it affecting me? Love it. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love it. Because I want to try and break it down as simple as possible. Um, yes. Because it just makes life easier, doesn't it? When things are easy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's really come down. So how, how are you feeling? How, yes. whatever is happening outside of you is, uh, what feelings are you having? Okay. Yeah. Because you got to remember, 
Yeah, you got to remember, you can't control what they're doing. You can only control what you're doing and how you feel and what you're doing for yourself. You know, well, I just came up with what you said. This is the interesting thing, right? When you unpack, right, the wound, how you are feeling, okay? And this is like, what I was going to say is I'm, I'm on purpose not using what everybody says is like, how is making you feel? Mm-hmm. Because I am disempowering that, like when we say, oh, that's making me feel, you're giving your power to whatever the situation and to whatever the offense. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead it's like, how are you feeling based on what just happened, right? Now, the thing is when you unpack that, when you're like, okay, like, and it can be like, even if someone does, doesn't talk to you, it's another trigger, right? Oh my God, that means they don't love yeah. me or they are going to abandon me, right? Anything, right? When you unpack and you find, oh, this is what happened to me when I was two years old, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The more you unpack, the more you peel the layers, then you'll notice soon enough that it's, it's not going to affect you. Yeah. And so the moment that it stops affecting you is the moment that you stop seeing it happening in your life. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, brilliant. Brilliantly said. Brilliant. I want to just have a chat about trauma. Because I know some people, and I'm probably myself, and maybe yourself at some stage, didn't realize some traumas that you had in your life. Like you just didn't register it as trauma. Have you had any clients, or can you give us any sort of examples of where a trauma is a trauma, but you didn't really realize it was a trauma? Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. My favorite question, thank you. (laughs) You know, I, and I love that question, and I've been actually wanting someone to ask me about that. So, ah. There you go. I'm interested in it. Um, because I feel like in the last year, I have realized exactly the answer to that question, right? Like, when I awoken, within a year or so, I woke up to my trauma. Okay, this happened when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Five years later, I was all good. And then in the last year, I have had like several traumas, year and some, I want to say three months, several traumas come up for me. Like it's been unreal. Like I've ne- like, I'm like, how is that in this last year? I've seen, I, I have had so many traumas sur- surface. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, and not from this life, from other lifetimes, like, uh-huh. like really massive traumas. So how do you know it's a trauma? when you have this paralyzing fear or anxiety okay i'm gonna call it anxiety but anxiety is just a nice way to avoid the word fear Mm -hmm. if everybody would say instead of anxiety i am experiencing fear Mm -hmm. you would like get healed so much quicker wow yeah so much quicker yeah really that's what it is anxiety is fear right and so anyways back to trauma right so when like let's say i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little bit personal like that's okay with you mm-hmm. um this this year i you know i've been i've had my conscious business i've been facilitating for almost 10 years right and i've never had i mean the, the classic you know i don't want to sell and whatnot but it was like you know you're classic from programming right it's not okay to sell and all that right this year even though i've 
done lots of overseeing during these nine years. Um, this year it was it has been paralyzing, like terror, terror, like, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, so I work filling the layers with mentors. I keep going, 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 and I I found really, really big traumas from other lifetimes where I was like, like stone like destroy like really kill not only killed nicely no like stone badly for yeah. selling in other oh. lifetimes so that was like a, a terror that was coming yeah. up so every time that you see again um so another telltale for you to know this trauma for example last year i remember i was in my aya uh i did i've only done once aya in mexico and I was in that, in my Aya drop-in, you know, journey on uh, Aya, Ayahuasca, for those of you that don't know. Um, I was in my journey, and then all of a sudden, I was thinking about what we were going to do after we left that city. And I thought, it was, oh, we need to get a taxi when we get to Playa Carmen. And then how much is the taxi? It came to my mind. Oh, it's going to be whatever. It would have been the equivalent of $1. Yeah. And I experienced fear, like terror. And I was like, what is going on? That this is ridiculous. I've done so many money healing programs. I've done so many money clearings. I have facilitated, facilitated my own money pro program. Like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? And I remember yeah. sharing this with the person that guided me. And then that's when she said, Oh no, honey, what you're experiencing it's not your regular healing or blocks that that's trauma and i was like oh and that's when i learned well what's the difference like you do the healing you do the healing and it's not working and you still feel not better like it might be better but the, that deep core fear that's trauma and then i remember so i i journey and i ask what was my trauma and i encounter my trauma when i was six years old um my country or oh, the country that I grew up in, Peru, because now I'm pretty much Coloradian. Um, I, when I was six years old, it was overnight. The country went into like seven percent, seven, seven thousand, seven thousand, seven thousand percent of hyperinflation. Like overnight, the money that anyone had, like it was pennies. And then there wasn't any food around. It was like literally. And I was with my mom making yeah, you would have to. Uh, I remember my mom having to do a line like like from eight in the morning until six PM to try to get sugar, milk, like basic, right? So that was a trauma that was passed on because yeah. my parents experienced it. We experienced it, right? Like, oh my God, like literally now we have no money. Now we have no food and there is no way for us to get it, right? Yeah. And so that was a big trauma that I was I had to clear. And again, like I said, I've been through all kinds of layers and healings yeah. and I've never had issues with, in my life. But I was like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? Like, so that's how you identify trauma. Wow. So when you're working on, um, for example, money blocks and things like that, and you're healing and healing and you're feeling good and stuff, how do you know? Well, I guess you don't know. But if you know there's something deeper and you feel like, I've done all the work, like you said, I've done all the work, but I still don't think... You know, it's quite there. Is there a way to get to that trauma, or is it popping up when it needs to? It's it, it comes out when I when it needs to. Yeah. 
yeah. it normally comes out to be truthful when you're ready for your next level yes you know yeah. that's when it comes out so you, you so no worries you don't have to look for it it's gonna find you it's gonna find you keep doing the work um and i think that there is a very important thing because one of the things that to mention that one of the things that i work with um the high achieving leaders that come to me um is that there i i work on getting them off the healing loop yeah okay so the never-ending healing loop right again it's like more and more and more when you keep healing and it's not and you, I'm gonna say there's no real change in you. Yeah. There's a few things. One, it can be trauma, but that that is not the only answer. It could be also like in my world. Again, this is why I work on the five areas, yeah. right? Because if, a lot of times, what I see is people they're addressing it only energetic, energetically, right? Energy work, or only emotionally, or yeah. only mindset, or right, or like, and then they're not addressing all five areas. And so that's when, but, but even then, like you do get a little bit better, things get a little bit better, but you never get out. That's yeah. because they're not. At... Oh. This is so interesting. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. We lost connection for a sec, but you were saying that it, it all needed to be aligned. They all need to be addressed. Address. That's what I was saying, like address, clear, right? Not just, don't focus just on one thing, right? And yeah. that's to me, um, like ultimately one of my favorite things to do when I work with people is like, I really work in the, in the quantum yeah. because it's 98% of you, right? It's literally like all the things that you don't know. And my favorite thing on that is I don't, I'm going to say my focus is not only the person feeling good right my, my and manifesting their best life like to me is like i am here for soul evolution yeah oh soul God. evolution meaning like i make sure that let's say let's talk about like we said like uh abandonment right oh my god right so or the traumas that i just mentioned right so i make sure that one when, when i get to the core of what's going on in that in the in the matrix so i can collapse it right when I get to the core is to me is like, I want to make sure that this lesson, whatever we find, it's done across all your timelines and your lifetimes. So mm -hmm. you don't need to keep repeating and repeating and your next life, more lessons. No, 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 no. It's yeah. like, let's just be done with it because yeah. like you already been there, done that. Let's grab what you intended to grab, like meaning what you intended to learn and move on. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that and uh, yeah because it is it's a it's a loop isn't it that goes into lifetime after lifetime ancestry if you don't address it yeah if you don't address it I love that I love that um the other thing I was gonna talk to you about was when you so you mentioned right back in the beginning that you inherited the well not inherited you built yourself up as being that the bitch and being that um rough nasty mean girl and yeah. do, you, do you believe that started when your brother started hitting you yeah, yeah yeah and again this has been uh with years of like finding out what happened what what was it right uh yeah because like i was told that before 
like I remember being 12 years old uh, when I, I heard this is like you used to be an angel you used to mm -hmm. be so quiet yeah right and then something happened and now you're this and I wasn't told what yeah they just said this right and so it, it's fascinating because I remember in the last I don't, I don't know I'm gonna say let's say two years ago I said that to my mom yeah I shared that memory and she was like what does that mean what did that person mean i'm like mom you were next to her yeah and she my mom was not present unfortunately uh very much back then uh but like and again it's like you know our parents are yeah. in their own world right and so again she didn't say what she yeah. just said this i'm like what do you mean i used to be an angel what like then of course my mind goes into yeah. like oh i must be bad mm -hmm. right yeah and so that's when Again, I didn't know what I knew. I knew I didn't know when. I didn't. I knew what, right? That was my perception, right? And then as I awoken, and then I realized I went when I remember that memory because I had put it in the back, 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 back burner, <laughs> and came back, right? Uh, yeah. When it came to the surface. Um, um, I started to do some investigation. I contacted a couple of people that I thought might have a clue uh, what happened, who was around me. And, and that's when um, I started to learn, it's like, oh, you know, like I had forgotten that I had been in that space for 21 years. Yeah. I, it was all like blocked out. And then when my cousin, the ones that, that took care of us, she told me, but what are you talking about? She was like, I wasn't there, but like, this is what you lived all the way until you went to the States. And I was like, oh, and then all the memories came. I was like, oh, this is how I lived my life. Okay. And so again, talking to people and, and then my own meditations, my own journey. Yeah. That's how I found, found it. Yeah. yeah. So most of the things that you try and search out for are actually you need to do the inner work to find those. Oh yeah. Yeah. And 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 again, this is like I, I am a omni clair full on psychic, right? Uh, and then so I, the way that I use my gifts is exactly with my clients is like, you know, I ask a few questions. I'm like, I do a little bit of like what I call the Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, yeah. I'm asking questions and then I'm like, and then when I catch something, okay, okay, there's something there, there's something there. And then like again, I'm able to see what was the memory? When was that? Yeah. And, I, it, and in my mentoring, I really like to guide the person to discover it for themselves. I, I'm not like, I know I can see it, but I, I, I have found in my path that it's so much more powerful when they yeah. can see it for themselves. Because then, like, oh, now it makes sense why boom, 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 yeah. boom, right? All the things, how I'm being, why I'm acting this way and all these things. Yeah. Yeah. As a parent myself to a three-year-old boy, I am noticing how important my role is. And it's scary. But is there anything that you have to, any sort of advice or what do I want to say? What do you want, what would, what would one be, what, what would one thing be to help parents um help their children mm -hmm. so um there, there's a lot i have to say on that but <laughs> like the one thing i'm gonna say is like remember that your kids have come also with 
there's so lessons to be learned, clear. So just as you have come with same journey, right? With an agreement of things that you want to experience, your kids have come with the same um, same agreement, right? For themselves, right? So I feel like, okay, so there's a little bit, I'm going to do a little, kind of, I'm going to say a, a kind of a side note. Okay. Uh, for those that are going to have kids in the future, okay? And this is something that I, I, I've done before with clients is like, you can, uh, one of the things that I have facilitated uh, is when new souls are coming in, I work with a new soul in a way that we upgrade their agreement. So they don't have to come into the density uh, of like struggle, pain, hard lessons and whatnot. Nice. They truly can come, and even like, like with the client I was mentioning earlier, like baby born, he like he asked me for a blessing for the baby, and so I talked to the baby, and we really quickly we upgraded his timelines. Yeah. Right? So that's something that, like to me again, to what you're saying, if everybody would be in their their <laughs> true self, right? That's to me is another thing is like that would change, would help the change of the world. Yeah. If every single parent would know that we can address this before the soul comes in we can be like hey you don't have to come anymore into like having hard lessons suffering pain you don't have to you can just like coming into a higher frequency into really just experiencing joy and laughter and creation yeah then you know that is possible i wanted to do that kind of as a side note yeah now for those that right now have already kids it's like remember like they have come here for lessons now as you do the work you as a parent like a, a lot happens in my circles in my spaces is like um or even when i'm working one-on-one with my clients they ask me can can, can i put my my kids through that and then I'm like, yes so you can do the work and through their higher self and your higher self and their higher self they can receive the updates, the upgrades and the clearings and whatever it is that you are receiving, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's a really powerful way to support your kids, okay? Now, again, what it keeps coming is to really um, let go of guilt, right? Because like, you know, the fear is that, oh my God, I have a big responsibility. Yeah. Like, remember, especially from zero to seven, right? They are absorbing, they're learning everything yeah. but they're learning everything remember the first language the quantum the subconscious and unconscious so yeah. your most important job is i will say do your work do your work of shifting your frequency right of shifting not just your vibration because remember vibration is situational it's like your frequency and like to me it's very important to understand what is what i mean by frequencies your frequency is this is your natural state mm-hmm. okay the like there's a moment remember when i said phase two i was like oh my god i remember i'm love and then i'm like i forget and then i remember and i forget and now it's just <laughs> yeah. now i don't even have to like it's yeah. effortless it's natural because that's who i am right so again the more you get come back to your natural self right that's what you're gonna pass down to pass over to your kids right mm-hmm. and then the other thing is like really again honoring the h- human like 
a beautiful thing I feel like it's like I, I love how so many conscious parents are in this space and I want to say it just for anyone again just to drop a seat it's like it's beautiful to see parents now that are with their kids discovering who that little person is mm -hmm. right not just telling them like how I I was raised and many of us were raised like you are supposed to be this way and blah, blah, blah. And this is why we hide, right? Because I'm not that way, but they want me to be that way. So I'm going to show up in that way with them. And yeah. I'm going to hide who I am, right? Because, you know, there is such a pressure. This is who you need to be, how you need to show up from parents. And then, then you disconnect from yourself and you hide who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So again, and then you forget in the hiding, right? You believe what you're playing, the role that you're playing, right? So again, the invitation is like, be curious with your kids be curious who they are like how are they manifesting themselves right their unique gifts what catches their attention right and be if anything i feel like now more than ever the role of a parent is to be a guide right yeah. like they already are infinite beings like you and wise souls and they don't they don't recall even though they might have been here many lifetimes remember as we don't necessarily remember when we come in right mm -hmm. and so the the role of parents is to be that guy and to remind them how it is in this plane right in this plane but i think and what is coming to me right there that is very important is like um to hmm, how do we say this to offer possibilities Oh, yeah. This is really, really crucial because we're here, again, going back to what we were talking earlier, the new world. Yeah. And the new world is not like what we have known, right? Mm -hmm. So again, as you're curious with your kid, invite them into curiosity. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is how other people do have done it. How good you do it. Yeah. And let their imagination and their own connection come through. Because that's how we're going to build a new world. When yeah. new solutions come through the newer generations. This is why us yeah. right now, we're like, our generations are having a hard time because we're like, we have memories of the old. Yeah. And we know we're meant to do it in a different way. But we, the, the old is taking a bigger space in our consciousness right so yeah. we're like oh, yeah. how do i open up and this is why we need to peel and peel yeah but they're fresh yes right the newer generations are fresh so invite them like how would you do it different like and again be the guide right like so they are aware like like a fire can burn you right you know yeah. like it's a guide it's a teacher but again with curiosity and allow them their wisdom come to come through and you know and oh the last thing, and remember one of my clients recently asked me, and she said she had asked so many parents and and she couldn't get, nothing really resonated for her un, until I shared this with her. Mm. And then she was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like, I want to, I want you. She was just like elated. So, and this was more like in the teenage space. Like she yeah. was like, my daughter is in the space of, or is in the age of right now coming across drugs. You know, mm -hmm. I remember being her age and doing drugs, right? And I, she was, I don't want to be a helicopter and I don't want to 
Like she's like, I don't know how to be, I don't know how to support, yeah. right? And so what I told her is like something that I want to tell you, whether you have a teenager, a baby, doesn't matter, your kid, even an adult, right? And this yeah. is something I asked my mom to do for me. See your kid in the highest timeline. Mm-hmm. See them surrounded by joy, living a life of joy, being their best self and experiencing the best experience. Even when they're going through, and especially when they're going through a rough mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. see them receiving what they need. You're not there to save them, again, to be the guide. And of course, their kids, you're going to feel for them. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's inevitable, right? But again, support them in the, because this is like where we, like where you focus on, you energize, right? Mm-hmm. Where you focus on, where your attention goes is what you ultimately are creating in life. So the best support with kids is see them, like if you see them, again, having a hard time, see them sharing that with ease and just, again, being the truest self, being their most magnificent self. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I'm just reminded of how, how much things can be done in the energetic quantum world that is you can you can oh it just blows my mind I don't even know how to explain it it's just it it never ending the things that you can do and it's just just beautiful absolutely beautiful it's amazing yeah and and I love that that you're getting this reminder and, and I feel like what often this is why I said this is my regular, my, my natural goal. Everything is created first at a mm. quantum level. Everything. When we get to the physical, right? So illness, right? For, for, for the illness to set in your body, that means that already went through all of your field. It hit your energetic bodies. It hit your emotions. It hit your thoughts. And you didn't pay attention. Yeah. Mm, right? okay. this is why we talk about coming back to the body right? yeah. to pay attention right and so again it's like for anything for new realities for new life for new world it all starts how we create it in the, in the quantum yeah. world really what has been yeah, created we're just attuning ourselves aligning ourselves to that creation yeah wow wow <laughs> wow that's all i can say that's incredible the amount of information you've given us is just amazing thank you so much if anyone would like to work with you how what do you do with them how do you tell us everything yeah so <laughs> i have different ways like i said there is like i have group experience often Right, I am looking forward to next year. I start to do in-person retreats again, and also I have a quantum academy opening up soon enough. So I, the best way is like get into my email listing, get, connect with me on social media, Magic Smahalel. Um, you know, I'm sure you're gonna put all the yeah, handles on sure magicsmahalel.com. M-A-Z-I-X for those listening. M-A-H-A-L-E-L.com. Um, <laughs> And so we have group experiences where I help people, again, peel the layers. I, I like, there's all kinds of e- events that I do. Some like teaching, uh, some helping you get to the core, the collapsing part. Some helping you like embody some things. I'm, I, I like to bring in my experiences a little bit of everything. Um, and then there is the one-on-one space. 
I love mentoring, walking the journey with people, uh, with leaders for about, I'm going to say six months is my, my very delicious time. Um, mm -hmm. But if, there is also a three month uh, option right now. There's even single sessions if you want, uh, if you want to address the one thing that I do say to people often is like, what is that you want? So know that in like, as much as I'm psychic, this is your life. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Because that's my starting point. I'm not the one living your life. I'm not the one that is creating your life. You're the one. And yeah. so based on what you want, you want to create based on what you want to be done with, then we go in and again, one session, six months, 12 months, uh, we just, how, however you want to go. And I love, again, to go deep, regardless of the, I'm going to say, regardless of the space, I love to go deep and into full-on transformation what i call the quantum multidimensional transformation oh my gosh that sounds incredible everyone get on board <laughs> that sounds amazing and i yes. understand that you have a lovely amazing free offer for our listeners do you want to tell us a bit about that <laughs> yes 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 like i was telling you before and we're laughing those of you that <laughs> yeah. are listening or watching because i don't normally offer uh free gifts anymore in, in this way but since I saw Kirsty's request I was like okay I'm gonna do something for her just <laughs> for you guys so if you're watching this you're listening to this this is I'm gonna let you know this is exclusive just for you guys so get on it because I truly don't know how long I'm gonna have it out normally this is this is something that I only share right now with my one-on-ones um it's a it's a double gift in one it's a bundle okay it's a quantum clearing and it just, again, helps you uh, peel the layers for, the, and it's a daily clearing, peel the layers for full-on alignment uh, with who you truly are. And then there's a meditation or uh, that goes with that that helps you anchor. So again, remember what I said, it's like, now you remember, and then the embodiment, yeah. so that meditation helps you with the embodiment part. Oh and so God. it's going to be, again, magicsmahalel.com slash mygift. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you so much for that. That sounds incredible. For anyone listening, make sure that you jump on board and get that freebie. It sounds delicious. Sounds amazing. <laughs> it is um, amazing. <laughs> so we've just got our last few questions. And these are the fun ones I was talking about. So the first one is, <clears throat> if authenticity was a color, what color would it be for you and why? yellow because it's bright as the sun oh and when you're your most authentic self you shine so so bright you look like a sun like a star i love that i love that yes if you could be an animal to express your true self which animal would you choose and how does it represent you well i am a tiger at heart uh the <laughs> white the gray tiger actually um Majestic, um, I'm going to say very um, observant, mm -hmm. quiet. I'm like a cat. Like, I like to uh, love, I like to cuddle, like, I like to love, <laughs> but I'm like very, yeah. <laughs> like, just playful and silly. You know how cats are, we're silly. Just like, we're the most fun of yeah. all. Of all. Uh, yeah. And very regal. It keeps coming very regal. There's this like um, ready to pounce in, in terms of like, yeah, there's something there and we don't let it go until yeah. we get it. Oh, I like that. 
if you had a magic wand and everyone in the world had to follow one ruling you create, what would it be? Become who you truly are. Love. Yes. We've already talked about that too, haven't we? Yes. Um, and the last thing is, what last words do you have? Do you have any downloads that are coming through? Is there anything that you really want to put across? Last words for you. Mm, so I'm tuning into everyone that is listening and what is coming is trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust. And, you know, the trust is coming to me. I'm very focused, being guided to really focus on the heart. And tr- the heart is a beautiful portal for your soul essence. This is where you connect. You start to connect to the truth of who you are, right? It's the bridge between the upper realms and the lower realms, right? And the heart, it's, it keeps coming trust. Also, what I keep feeling is like there's some wounds in the heart, right? It's just like any other chakra, right? Any other part of your body, there's some wounds. And the more you attend to that, the more you let go and open your heart and let go of those walls that are covering those wounds, the more you're going to experience what you want. So follow what the heart is saying, even if it's the wounds, right? Recognize that there's a wound that is calling you for a reason. There's having you pay, pay attention to me, visit. Visit this because this is what is on your way to mm-hmm. achieve what you desire, that your dream life. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for being here. You have been an absolute brilliant guest with so many gold nuggets. I think that everyone is going to have to go back and listen a couple of times to get everything because it was so much beautiful, magical information. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you everyone for listening. So much love to you. So much love. So much love. And everyone else, tune in for next week. And thank you so much for being here. We love you. And spread that love. Shine that love. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Authentically You podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. If you'd like to stay connected with us, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kirsty Impact Coach or Become Authentically You on the Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback and ideas for future episodes. Feel free to drop us a message or leave a review. Your input means the world to us as we continue to grow and improve. Remember, living authentically is a journey and we're so glad and grateful to have you with us on this path of self-discovery and personal growth. Until next time, always remember to be true to yourself, embrace your uniqueness and live life unapologetically because you are truly remarkable just the way you are. This is Kirsty signing off on the Authentically You podcast. Take care and keep shining bright.